0: Welcome back, guys. We are unloading a lot this week. First thing I want to talk about is parasocial relationships. What is parasocial? Um, It's basically viewers, listeners, fans who consider media personalities, actors, comedians, maybe athletes, as friends, despite having no or maybe limited interaction with them. Sometimes relationships are enhanced due to trust and self-disclosure to provided by the actor or actress, or for this example, a comedian like maybe John Mullaney. So we all pretty much know his drama at this point after photos were revealed to show Olivia Munn pregnant and everyone went crazy. Everyone pretty much did his timeline or whatever yes everything looks bad he's divorced and he moved on fast but again we know nothing there were a lot of people disappointed with john after all his whole stand-up is about his life with his now ex-wife he recently came out and said the rumors are true and he took full responsibility of him and Olivia Munn's relationship. And that takes a lot. People change their minds. Everyone is taking his jokes literal because apparently in his many stand-ups, he would talk about how he did not want to have kids. And that was with his relationship with his ex-wife. Remember, people change, especially in relationships. Um, so, especially with Olivia Munn, I see, we do not know this comedian, guys. So how about we give him a break? He's gone to rehab a year ago, if I remember correctly. And I say this about parasocial relationships as I'm crying to Steve Burns coming back on Blue's Clues to tell me how I'm doing a great job. Okay, let's talk about Dolce and Gabbana. Racist and homophobic. Sierra, Meg, The Stallion, Doja Cass, and JLo, and more were all dressed in Dolce & Gabbana for their fashion week in Venice. All these celebrities is just a distraction for Dolce & Gabbana's history of racism and homophobia. To Gabbana attending a party in blackface, to both of them opposing gay couples adopting, to calling one of their shoes a slave sandal, and they supported Melania Trump. Enough said, but it doesn't stop there. They have also commented under Selena Gomez's Instagram, she is so ugly in Italian. Ever since their latest controversial ads about Chinese culture, which has led to their fallout now since numerous online retailers in China dropped the label. Did you see their show get hailed on? A huge, huge hailstorm started right in the middle of their fashion show, screaming guests everywhere. It's crazy how people talk about cancel culture, and we all know my opinion on cancel culture. I don't believe that it is true or it even exists. And here's a primary great example of how... We try to cancel someone who's clearly not a good brand and continues to show that they're not uh, representing in good values. We see Dolce & Gabbana dressing up Sierra in Meg De Stallion, and it makes me so sad. Even J.Lo's outfit was beautiful, but behind all that, you have to realize that these makers, these fashion designers are racist and you can literally just google Dolce & Gabbana racism and homophobia and there would be dozens if not a lot of articles and proof and videos and pictures of how racist and homophobic these two are. So this is me informing you that Dolce & Gabbana should be (laughs) cancelled. even though I believe that cancelled culture is not real. Can we talk about Drake's new album real quick? Now, before you get all salty about Drake featuring R. Kelly in his new album, the producer 40 came out to clear out some things up. Because in the beginning of a song called TSU, OG Ron is talking and faintly, faintly in the background is... Kelly playing with no lyrics it's just faint in the background you would all probably realize the melody. So calling Drake out on his album is not really necessary but it's also not really necessary for him to have that playing in the background. Apparently he had to have rights to have that faint song in the background and which is why R. Kelly is credited in the album. He did not produce or write any lyrics whatsoever in Drake's new music. He should have used Aaliyah's sample in the background instead of R. Kelly. I think deep down Drake knew what he was doing. He wants to get people to listen to that song, right? So why not have R. Kelly everyone's biggest enemy right now in the industry? playing in the background, it's tasteless. Michael K. Williams passed away September 6th, a native New Yorker and the most famously known for The Night Of, The Wire, Boardwalk Empire. And speaking of R. Kelly, he appeared on his music video Trapped in the Closet as a policeman. But most recently he played Montrose Freeman on HBO series, Lovecraft Country. And to the people who said, well, that's what happens when you do drugs, go fuck yourself, sir. So many people's addictive compulsive habits and behaviors came roaring back during the pandemic. We talked about John Mulaney, how he fell off the wagon during the pandemic but because he is a white man we praise him. Here's the story of a man, Michael K Williams, who openly battled his addiction with heroin. He has in the past mentioned his addicting um, addiction while filming The Wire and portraying his character. He has sought out help to a reverend Ronald Christian from a Baptist church in Irvington, New Jersey. Now, if you're from Jersey like I am, you know where Michael was hanging out is rough from Irvington to Newark. The place is always sketchy and it makes sense for Michael to battle what he has gone through. And he has openly talked about that on Inside Jersey. About a month before a pandemic, Williams spoke at an event in New Jersey for former prisoners who were seeking to re-enter society. He told the Times... Addiction doesn't go away. It's an everyday struggle for me, but I'm fighting. Knowing this for some time is so frustrating to hear dare adults saying, just say no, or that's what happens when you take drugs. It's not that easy and one fuck off with your say no to drugs 80s campaign. Get some Narcan, or watch some tutorials on YouTube on how to safely use a Narcan pen. Or matter of fact, how about you get some fentanyl strips for your friends or loved ones that you know is battling this Pandora box. I'm so tired of hearing people who have probably never have to suffer from addiction. But this ain't about me, it's just about the people who call others junkies and crackheads. You are not helping by simply saying no if you know someone is battling drug addiction. So this goes to my worst week ever. The people who decided to go online or just put on their comments saying, well, Michael K. Williams died because maybe he shouldn't. No, go fuck yourself, you're a disgusting person. <laughs> um, it's hard to break away, so at least make sure they are doing it safely, the friends who are battling addiction. We can stop this together if you just sincerely and compassionately care for those who need it. Be kinder and stop punching down at drug users. Do you guys remember Robin Anton? Her brother was the famous Bravo reality TV star and celebrity hairstylist Jonathan Anton. Remember Blowout? She was famous for owning the burlesque celebrity Pussycat Dolls venue. She would have our lovely Carmen Electra on, who, by the way, sang with the Pussycat Dolls in the early 2000s. She's on the album. Look it up. She also had Lisa Ren- Renna recently dance there for Infamous Instagram. Another Instagram post of her dancing. Yeah. And even Paulo Abdul would join. Anyways, Robin Anton is the founder of the Pussycat Dolls. It started out featuring rotating casts of dancers based in Las Vegas. Well, Robin filed the lawsuit to the front singer woman, Nicole Scherzinger. Robin allegedly borrowed and spent $600,000 from Live Nation. This was all for a potential reunion for the Pussycat Dolls, so Nicole has been refusing to participate in. Hence why Robin is suing. They were relying on Nicole to commit to 45 shows, but now since the whole coronavirus, that has all changed, of course, for Nicole. I mean, can you blame her? She demands to renegotiate Nicole and wants more from the terms of agreement than before. She wants 75% of the Pussycat dolls worldwide. So she basically wants to take over what Robin manifested. It's a shame because they both have put Pussycat dolls on the map, whether it was music or the dancing. So now Nicole won't participate unless she gets what she demands. Hmm. We'll see how this pans out. I don't really see this panning out pretty good for Robin considering that Nicole does and basically put pussy cats on the doll pussycat dolls on the map. Janet Jackson's documentary is going to be on AE or in Lifetime. Told by Janet and not through someone else, the Two Night documentary will air in January for their fortieth anniversary of her self-titled 1982 album. Janet Jackson is the executive producer so she is in charge of her story. I love Janet Jackson together again all for you got till it's gone literally she sings all my favorite and she is I think the pop queen. I know there was some controversy with Madonna being the pop queen which is fine yeah that's cool but Janet Jackson, I've known her my whole entire life to be the princess of pop, I guess you can say. Madonna can keep queen. For my best week ever, it is truly Aaliyah's music is on Spotify. Her self-titled album is now available to stream 20 years later after the fact. It has already rocketed to the top of the charts, A pair of compilations will be released on October 8th, so you know probably that week will be another best week ever for my Aaliyah. Rest in peace. Bob O'Dornick is back on the set of Better Call Saul after his health scare just a month ago. The actor tweeted how happy he is to be back and is very grateful for the outpour of support during his time of rest. July, he collapsed on the set due to a small heart attack. He is currently filming the sixth season of Better Call Saul. Are you guys ready? Vanderpump Rules is back. And this trailer treat teaser made me completely forget about Stassi. A little bit of Kristen, I do miss Kristen, maybe. But seeing Katie yell, listen to my husband's fucking ideas. Am I actually going to like Katie this year? I really hope not. Maybe I'll hate her even more. The only season I liked Katie was the season that Stassi was gone because she was basically nice and she wasn't a mean girl. Cause you know, those that group kinda brings out the mean girl out of everybody. It looks like they handed the throne though to James now that Jax, the asshole, is gone. I love James, so I hope this doesn't go over his head. I'm excited for Charlie. It's her second season, and she's the only new cast member from the horrific last season where they brought in a whole new cast, and it did not work out great for them. I mean, where are they now? Is Dana still doing comedy? Stand-up? Does anyone know? I should probably look her up. And speaking of bravo, bravo, fucking bravo, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City trailer just came out. They showed a little two minute teaser of the beginning of the first episode of the second season that's coming out. I am reeled in. Not only by the taglines by Mary, if you come for me, I'll have Jesus come for you, girl, that's haunting. I don't want Jesus coming for me, ever. So the fact that that tagline is hers this year is pretty iconic. I haven't really gotten into The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, I really should. There's a lot of great one-liners like, you smell like hospital, and I'm disengaging from this conversation. Just. These women sound amazing. And the fact that the whole Jen Shaw of it all is going to be revealed in this season is pretty juicy. Housewives, Kenya Moore, twirl, 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 is joining Dancing with the Stars. I don't watch Dancing with the Stars. I know every year they, or season, is it every year season guys? I see I don't watch this show. Um, they bring in what they like to call is stars and I am always shocked because I'm just like these aren't really stars, these are like reality T V stars and which is not a diss, but just it's not really dancing with the stars. Anyway, here are the some of the people I'm looking for To actually see clips of Mel C from Spice Girls, Jan from The Office, Olivia Jade, who cried wolf about her being canceled because her parents bribed Bunny for her to go to college. Is screaming proof from grandma from the red table that she's gonna be okay. She got a spot in Dancing with the Stars. Matt James from the Bachelor, we'll see his robotic dance moves. Mike The Miz, if you guys remember way back in the first season of Best Week Ever, I talked about Mike The Miz because it's one of my favorite real world series, seasons. Um, Back to New York, it was the 10th year anniversary. So the 10th anniversary cast was back in New York and The Miz was there where he was pretty much ignorant when it came about race. This Ohio boy living in New York City was pretty ignorant about racism. And I want to actually, I should record that clip. I know I put it in the description of that episode of Coral just basically schooling his ass. (laughs) Uh, I love watching it. I literally watch it every Black History Month. (laughs) Coral just schooling his ass about his ignorance in how he is towards black people and women because he was so sexist and misogynistic. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure we have seen them as grown. Him and Coral now have a great relationship, if you remember back way back then when they were in Road Rules Real World Challenge. Guys, save that five, ten times. Road Rules Real World Challenge, um, where both of them pretty much are good friends. I don't know if they are. This was back in 2010. But I kind of wish they have Coral on dancing with that's a star. Like I, I love you the Miz, but like Coral, she's a star. Kenya Moore will be on there. I already said that. Um the Peloton trainer from TikTok, Cody Rigsby, he is the guy who talks about freeing Britney and um I don't have a Peloton, but I do remember him being everywhere when hashtag free Britney was everywhere last summer brian austin green trying to get Meg's intention away from machine gun kelly and jojo siwa breaking records by having the same sex dance partner since she has came out looks pretty good maybe i'll watch and that is all for best week ever stay tuned for next week where we'll find more pictures of Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck on the red carpet in Venice. I am Googling over these photos of them just laughing and looking beautiful. And I gotta say, Ben Affleck looks great next to Jennifer Lopez. He looks great next to her. The greatest accessory, I might have to say